peaceful you, friend. It is week two, awareness of thought and emotion. And is day 10. Today, we're talking about being aware of our self-talk. Now, I have heard it said that if you talk to yourself, it's a sign of a genius. So if you see me talking to myself, you know why. There are two layers of thoughts, the ones that we can hear and experience as the voice in our head, and the one that makes commentary about ourselves and everything around us, and the deeper level of beliefs that determine our opinions, perspectives, and judgments. Our self-talk can be an inner cheerleader, and I know that I have a very loud cheerleader. However, I also, in addition to the cheerleader that motivates me, I have that inner critic, and she is harsh and self-defeating. Our self-talk can impact how we feel about ourselves and how we behave, and it's ultimately responsible for our experiences in life and the outcomes that occur because of our actions. For instance, you may have heard of the concept of self-fulfilling prophecies, which is a psychological term for basically meaning that we live up to our own expectations or create the situations we expect. For instance, if you're constantly telling yourself you're a failure, that impacts the way you feel. You're probably feeling discouraged or self-doubt or anxious, which impacts how you act and the choices you end up making. Either you'll make poor choices, like deciding not to try, or when you do take actions, you will, well, you'll give it a half, half-hearted half or half-ass, really, um, effort. And that has an impact. You'll probably say to you, well, why bother? You're going to fail anyway, right? In the end, you do fail because you didn't try hard enough. But it's not because you are a failure, It is because of what you are thinking. The deeper belief you hold about yourself and others, the world, are what causes your inner critic and your voice to talk to you about you the way that it does. One important thing to know is that you are not born with either a cheerleader or an inner critic. You learn how to think this way. How? By observing what others say about you. You weren't born feeling a failure. None of us were. When you were a toddler, perhaps you made a mistake and you just kept going and going. That is, until someone in your life, an adult, well-meaning, acted like like falling down, was the end of the world or shamed you for doing something wrong. Over time, that external voice that we were surrounded with as young kids and young toddlers, became the boys. If you think of a parent, think honestly for a second about how you have programmed your child's inner voice to say to them, I know I had a nanny, and many times I still hear her. I still hear that voice. Um, She was harsh, and she criticized me a lot. And sometimes I find myself, when that inner critic criticizes Julie, She's doing so in the same voice that she was criticized as a young child. Now, there is hope. We can all be reprogrammed. By becoming aware of our self-talk, whether it's positive or negative, we can change it. Self-talk is simply a habit of thinking. 
Start out by considering the general predisposition of your inner voice. I mean, what do you tend to do? Do you tend to, and think about this in three categories. Do you tend to criticize yourself, put yourself down, talk negatively to yourself, or do you just make excuses, blame others, tell yourself it's not your fault, or you tell yourself it's going to be okay. You encourage yourself. You encourage yourself to learn from whatever situation you're in. There's nothing right or wrong about this answer. Everyone has an inner cheerleader and an inner critic. However, the vast majority of people have a very dominant inner critic. This is the negative side of your thinking that can present itself in many ways, which we'll get into in a moment. Like this is the fixed mindset persona. It is obviously something that we want to go ahead and change. Before we move on, I want to make sure that you always remember that your inner critic is not you. It really isn't. You are not this terrible voice inside you. It is just something that you're programmed. Take a moment and give yourself, um, I don't know, like something that you'd like to say, maybe you call your inner critic. Um, I know that I have a name for my inner critic. <laughs> Not going to tell you what her name is, but it helps to help me separate that inner critic from me. Now there's negative self-talk and the negative self-talk has very specific triggers. There are four common ones that you can spot. So the four ways in which you can spot your inner critic are self-limiting beliefs. When my inner critic is trying to tell me, it's too hard, I can't do this, it's too risky, I don't have time. It's basically me or my inner critic making excuses. And this creates a fixed mindset within me. Now, my inner critic can also make assumptions. Usually, these assumptions are believing that a fact or an opinion is true. Everyone will talk about me. Everyone will think I'm crazy for doing this. I'll make a fool of myself. People won't like me. This means that your inner critic is making up stories that are not true. Once you know this, you won't fall for this. Now, you also have reruns. Most of us, our self-talk happens on autopilot. Our repetitive automatic thoughts have been going on for so long, we don't even notice them. Chances are that your inner critic says things all the time that you don't even realize. For instance, I know that sometimes when I make a mistake, I'll say, oh my God, Julie, you're so dumb. That is just a rerun in my head that is there and at times it's just an autopilot response. But be on the lookout for that. Other things that you can look is your thoughts, especially memories or anticipated events that replay in your head over and over again, like a mini movie or a rerun. These thoughts are not serving you. Or phrases like I said, oh my God, I'm dumb and an idiot. I'm always late. Try to rewrite all of these things, all of these thoughts, the should ofs, the could ofs, all of these things are really creating a lot of anxiety for you. 
and being aware of them and not judging them, especially not judging your inner critic, is going to be very key. As we go on, one of the things that I will cover with you is ensuring that your inner critic has a personality and how to handle that different personality. You have the warrior, the critic, the victim, the perfectionist. Who are you? It's important to really be able to identify this in order to continue your mindfulness practice. So for now, I will let you do a really in-depth journaling activity to really be able to discover where you are and who you are in your inner critic so that as you go forward, you can continue to really make peace with your inner critic. For today's activity, rather than doing a specific meditation, I want you to go out into the world and practice this to bring you into the mindfulness and to bring you into awareness of thought and your emotions. We are going to take our power back from our inner critic. So let's take a deep breath. And I'm going to tell you some of the things that you can go out and notice in order to be able to counteract your inner critic. When you catch your inner critic in the act, use the three strategies to make sure that you take that power back from your negative thoughts and that you can begin to change. Number one is you can ignore your inner critic. Don't take it seriously. When your inner critic starts rambling or incessantly hops on a negative train, imagine your inner critic has a funny voice and it's wearing a clown suit or something ridiculous. Remember, your inner critic is not you and it doesn't know what it's talking about. Next, you can choose to protect your inner critic. Your inner critic is easily influenced. So always ask yourself if you really believe what they're saying. We already talked about getting people out of your head. One way to do this is to pay special attention for any thoughts coming from your inner critic that sound eerily similar to the things that other people would say. Now choose what to expose your inner critic to. Choose wisely because your inner critic is most likely to believe and repeat it. Last, observe it. Observe your inner critic as often as you can. Remind yourself to watch for the things that you are. Just notice again, what are you thinking about? If you don't like what you're thinking about or what your inner critic is thinking, choose a new thought. You're in charge. Many of the activities discussed throughout our Peaceful You journey are designed to help you observe, record, and redirect your inner critic. Remember that it takes time to get good at keeping your inner critic in check. You'll notice time when it runs off on a tangent of terrible thoughts without you noticing how sneaky it could be. But no worries. Because when you eventually notice what it's doing, you can whack it on the head. <laughs> I know, right? Whack it on the head. Yeah. Well, inner critic. Who wants to have an inner critic? Pretend it's that thing you whack it like a whack-a-mole, right? Anyway, 
The more you observe your inner critic, the better you'll get at catching it in the act. And as you practice, that voice will get quieter and your inner cheerleader will take the lead. That's what we want. Find yourself. Find yourself doing the right things. For now, I am glad you're here. Take a deep breath. Use this time to journal. Really evaluate when does your inner critic show up and how does it show up. And set an intention for noticing without judgment. Remember to breathe. Anchor with your breath. Until tomorrow, go confidently in the direction of your dream, my friend. I am your cheerleader. And it's time for you to join the cheer for yourself. Hi, everybody. I know that sometimes we get very lonely in this entrepreneur journey. And I want to invite you to join us into our limited time only purposeful you mastermind. For many of us entrepreneurs, we believe that we can do it all. But the reality is that doing it alone only creates a lot of overwhelm. So join us at the Purposeful You Mastermind. You can find out more information by going to bit.ly forward slash Julie's Mastermind. This is going to be the place where you are able to then unlock your full potential and achieve long-term success for your business push you behind your current limits, expand your connections, discover new ideas, and implement them with confidence. You're going to get the support in all aspects and transforming you to the six-figure business you've been looking for. Pause and get off the hamster wheel if you've been spinning around. This is a time where you can get that support from like-minded entrepreneurs that are here to join you in your journey. Together, we can challenge the assumptions and land the speaking engagements and opportunities we want to grow our business and make an impact in the lives of people. See you then. Remember, you can find the mastermind at bit.ly, Julie's Mastermind.